0: The Battle Royale podcast this is episode 15, The Lighthouse, as we continue our chapter-by-chapter breakdown of the cool classic that is Battle Royale. I'm your host, as always, Edward Jones, and joining me, of course, is my co-host, the professor, Mr. Stephen Palmer. Hello, everyone. Um, tonight, we rejoin... Um, Shea... I completely had a complete mind fart then of where who he was supposed to be following. Um, who last time we saw him was busy jumping off a cliff. Um, and somehow he's miraculously survived. And he's now held up in the lighthouse, which has become a sort of commune for a group of girls that are... Uh, basically become untrustworthy of men, probably with good reason, of the game, and have now taken him in, in while he recuperates from his wounds, as we rejoin him now at midday on day two. Which, I don't know about yourself, Stephen, but it doesn't feel like we've been at this for two days now. It feels like <laughs> a lot longer.
1: Well, <laughs> it feels a lot longer for you and I. But yeah, it is It is interesting that this is, this is now day two. And um, I, I was just thinking... What happened in day one? <laughs> it's just been a long time for the pair of us. And we're nearing the end. That's
0: right. Because um, looking at the, the report, because they've broke it down as to who dies when. Uh, obviously, in the pre game, we said goodbye to um, Yoshi, Tokyo, and Fumio. And then the, it says that the first report comes in at 6 a.m. on day one. So, they must have, like, really thrown them out at, like, midnight or something like that, I'm guessing. Hmm. Because all the other reports are, like, 12 o'clock and then 6 o'clock each day, so...
1: Yeah. But, uh, four 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 reports a day, I assume, every six hours. So, yeah. yeah.
0: At this point, obviously, that we find out that we obviously go through the the report of uh, the people who've obviously died in the meantime because, obviously, our... Uh, le- <laughs> Our lead hero has been spent a good part of it unconscious since we last saw him, so we obviously start with Oda, um, Old frog, Froggy, who uh, we memorably saw being beheaded and turned into a human grenade.
1: And and like for you and I, this flashback to to his head rolling out was, was a couple of weeks ago. Um, in terms of the film, it's only just happened. Did we really need another flashback, or did we just need to be reminded who everybody was? I think it
0: really just ties in with the, you know, the style of the yes, report. Because
1: absolutely.
0: we obviously have these other characters who we've not seen essentially since the start of the film. And for Oda, just not get a flashback, it would seem kind of out of place. It's it, sort of like, it, oh, you never cared about him.
1: And I guess what we haven't said is, of course, normally these reports are read out by um, Kitano. But this yeah. time he's hearing it... Um, Second hand. The report has, has happened at some point in the past, and um, uh, Yuki is is telling him what was in the report. So, they, they, so, so we've we've been we've been blanked out along with Shoya, and we're hearing this kind of second So I'm not sure how far into the day into our next six hour block we are,
0: because we rejoin it at twelve o'clock. So mm. they've, just oh, he, the la- they've just had the uh, last. They've just had another report, um, because she says that the six a.m. report. Um, announces that Kyori and Mitsuno had died and they're the pair that we see at the start and it's sort of like we'll always be friends which is kind of a rewrite because in both the manga and the um, and the novel they're actually more complex characters than that they're not actually the friends that we see in the film here because in the film we're led to believe that the two were in playing the game together and that they became mistrustful of each other for whatever reason it's never particularly cleared up and um essentially turned on each other's killing stabbing each other to death uh with uh kyori being stabbed um in by in in the side by a knife which we assume came from mizuno who was ended up with a pickaxe embedded in her
1: Yeah, that 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 escalated, didn't it? That's how we we flash back to how great friends they were, and the next thing we see is a still of them having murdered each other in in a in a um, mutually assured destruction kind of way.
0: Exactly. Um. Now, when we look at Curry, obviously in the novel and the manga, I mean, she's this. She's another of the bullied kids. Um, she's unsurprisingly uh, one of the students targeted by Mitsuko's gang. Uh, she suffers from acme and she spends a lot of time in a real sort of fantasy sort of world as she has a locket of her favorite idol which she believes communicates with her. Um, and she actually gets up uh, being um, shot in the head by uh, Gwada as she basically goes nuts through the stresses of the game. At the same time, when we look at uh, Mizuno, who's also suffers similar delusions, but she's like a D and D style fantasy player, and she ends up going off on this whole delusion where she believes that her knife is like this mystical blade. She, as I said, she's just spends a good portion of the game just like believing that she's uh, this, you know, she's like this knight in this mystical world, um, and. It's really the fact that uh, she, she decides that she's going to uh, stalk um, Uh which obviously doesn't end well for her as he ends <laughs> up shooting her, unsurprisingly. So, so you can understand why they sort of skim their characters down to just being best friends. I mean, you would imagine that with their shared sort of delusion of the world that they probably could have been good friends in different circumstances, you know. Maybe they've been sisters and married the local brothers or something. <laughs> but last it was not to be and instead that they were ended up uh, in the film just being two girls who turned on each other in what is kind of a footnote in this game but I suppose it would be kind of bizarre to have a report and nobody died, which is how I kind of reminded it in my head. I forgot completely about this group of characters that Guy while he's unconscious so then we obviously we flash over to uh mitsuko who's got scratched up another two kills again completely forgot
1: that she even had those two and the, the, it, it's a tiny little couple of seconds but there's a there's a lot to unpack in, in in um we we see we see these two naked and bloody yep um and you wonder what's happened and your mind okay. goes all kinds of places and then you see Mitsuko sort of putting her clothes on and walking off <laughs> but it's a there's there's, there's a there's, there's another there's another scene there that I'd like to have seen what what how how what happened oh, i think we can all guess but um yeah nice one mitsuko <laughs> another two to your to your list
0: uh yeah so there we got uh Taragatsu and Yuri krio I'm going to apologize, my dis- pronunciation of Jap- Japanese is awful as always. Um, but, yeah, these two, are, again, they're friends. And so they actually capture Mizuku in the in the source material. They uh, manage to capture her. But being the cunning fox that she is, she manages to play them against each other. So um, she convinces one that the other was uh, trying to rape her and plays up the whole white knight angle and then basically uses their confusion to... Essentially, off them. Uh, In the book, one one of the weapons. One of them has like a baseball bat, which she basically clubs him to death with. Where in the manga, I want to say, um, she is in. Yeah, it will be the manga because it's in very sort of graphics um, sort of style that she basically kills one, and then when she offs the um, the other, she he's essentially. going for the death rows, and she rapes him to death oh, before being a... disappointed that he died um, failing to keep a promise from an earlier conversation that they had and it's sort of like, yeah, we can tell why this was sort of skimmed down. <laughs> that, so... That,
1: is that That's in the manga though, right?
0: That's in the manga. I mean, yes, of in the manga. I mean, she's, <laughs> a, she's a much over character. But yeah, she... He's uh, basically going for the death rows, and she's... In her twisted mind, and the way that that character is shown in the manga, it makes perfect sense that she would, you know, that she would d- do these uh, do these bizarre and very twisted actions. Um, obviously, in the film, I mean, it's sort of toned down. She's more of a vengeful sort of character, I think, we came to the conclusion of her being. Um, even though she obviously has those criminal elements that are hinted at in her past, and obviously in the novel she's toned down again she's um she, they just have those sort of like criminal elements but still the pure psychosis there so so yeah that's uh if you ever wanted to know what happened with that uh, situation read the manga for the more extreme version for sure
1: hmm. it is interesting that in the film we lose four more people um that we didn't know about while while our cinematic eyes were closed because obviously we're linked to show you. And um, I actually want to know more about both of them. They were they were kind of interesting and just shows you uh, how quickly this film is building up pace. I think because we're going to lose a few more in a minute <laughs> <laughs> we, next we episode. But we,
0: I mean, this is where it's essentially building too. And I mean, the fact that we obviously have this commune in built up in 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 this lighthouse really with these and these girls that have been brought together through whatever circumstances and i mean it, it is actually there is a separate manga which covers the events that actually happen in the lighthouse uh which we'll get into in the next one because it more cons- it concerns uh several of the girls that we'll see in the next sort of chapter there so even though it's um you obviously have the, you have this uh, sort of setup here and I mean it's do you think it's sort of like plausible the fact that you've got this group of girls who have just basically managed to take over such a key location like a lighthouse and that and the surprisingly large number that they managed to survive this long let alone have their position known to certain players in the game but then again I suppose that um Mateo just rescue him has the scanner so I assume that he would have seen that they were there.
1: Yeah, or, or he's just... Because, yeah, cause the guy the guy that went into the sea with, with Shoya sort of dragged him out of the sea. And, <laughs> Jumped and him he with seemed, the net. <laughs> I, for, I forgot about the net. That's probably helped. Um, but, yeah, I, I, is it just coincidence that he turned up? that... I mean, it's a really good place for someone to hole up. I mean, it's yeah. a really easy position to defend. They apparently have food there. Um, and but it's not just
0: food, though. it got, like, full... They got a oh, full night dining service happening, haven't they? So
1: yeah, it's full of means. It's the place, you know, if you go to Battle Royale Holiday uh, Island on holiday, you need to go to the lighthouse. Um, so <laughs> and, and and they they obviously there's uh, it's interesting you say that there's like another manga talking about what happened, how they got there because again we should probably talk about it later actually in the next episode, but. Um, Obviously, there's been there is some tension building up there as as any film set in a lighthouse tends to do. <laughs>
0: um,
1: even if you aren't in the in the midst of some kind of crazy massacre game, but yeah, I, I, it kind of makes sense to me that a gang of people would have taken over that place. Um, and it does show you that there, there are there are a couple of groups on the island. You know, there's the third man and his mates that have taken over another another location. So there's there's a mix between the people who just hole up and and and, and decide to take stock and, and I don't know, maintain some kind of fence and those that are just running around like loons all over the place. Hello, Shuya.
0: <laughs> just... But it's the thing, you've got Shuya and you've got Misuku who despite the size of this island and the fact that when we look at whose who's essentially left they've all formed pretty pretty strong groups because you've got uh, Kazoo's uh, mob you've got the third man's team and then you've got this group of girls in the lighthouse so the ones that we have read off in the in the report here are essentially just like the last of the stragglers really you'd say wouldn't you
1: I mean they're not ones that we've had any dealings with that I can remember um I guess we we don't meet most of them well we meet a few of them in a minute don't we um but I mean, Yuki uh, is is the one that we meet straight away with Shoya, and she's a bit freaking creepy, mate, in the film. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not sure if that's exactly what they were coming up against, but guess what? We've got someone else with a crush on Shoya. That's three of them now. Um, well, that uh,
0: I mean that this. When we talk about that, it's the whole sequence. is sort of like I never touched a man before, <laughs> and it's sort of like
1: okay. I mean, <laughs> there were th- there, there were two things. That, that came to mind in this this moment one is i was getting you know if, if you didn't know what was going to happen next getting real misery vibes right We <laughs> yeah. could have all tied up locked in a room and oh you're the best you're a very good i shouldn't say you're a very good author or something like that it just feels kathy bates and james khan here in in teenage japanese style and the other thing is um the music i don't know if you the music so up to now, I think we've we've made comment before that it seems to be you know uh, a best of Radio Three going on, right? With with lots of famous classical music pieces.
0: Yeah, of course. This
1: scene seems to be scored by somebody who wrote um, who 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 scored nineteen seventies um, American detective shows um, it's just got that real sort of 1970s orchestral background vibe that, that isn't always balancing out with the beats of the scene it's very strange and and <laughs> to me it really it really um i don't know this is the whole this whole melodrama bit of music going on in the background so it's not classical and and quite a lot of the film has no music at all yeah these are it's quite it's just very a very weird scene and I think we're meant to make. I guess we're meant to think that Yuki's a bit of a freak, and she's a little bit of a freak in the sense that she's a teenage girl with her with her crush in a moment of crisis. But actually, I think she's probably all right, really. But the, the script does her no favours. I don't know what she's like in the um, in the other uh, other formats. But here, I think I don't. I'm not too sure she's um, uh, played very well. Not played very well. Sort of served very well by the script.
0: It's a little giggly. Is that what she's uh, very giggly? You know, is that what uh, you're you're getting at here?
1: She, she she's very giggly, and I believe isn't she like meant to be the leader of the girls? Full stop. I mean, she's a cl- female class rep or something, yeah. So I would assume that in the background she's that she's a good scholar and probably you know quite quite a leader of people, but she's a little bit giggly and a lot and a little bit creepy, mate you know, that I've never touched a man's body before. I mean, come on, he's 15. <laughs> it's just... Weird.
0: I know. Um, I mean, she is the leader of the, the school volleyball team, and her plan, basically, from the start was to gather as many of the girls as possible together, and try and work out where off the island, so she... You got to give her credit. She's one of the few that's like right off the bat. It's like, okay, let's come up with a plan. Whereas the start of the game, everyone else is sort of like, oh my god, we've all got to either work together, or we got to try and try and you know, I'm going to like try and extract revenge on as many people as possible, or free like I can't be ball playing. I'm just going to throw myself off a cliff. So. And- that sort of level headedness so early in the game is it makes her kind of kind of unique. Um and she does through the course of like, you know, the the novel in, in particular, I mean she witnesses many of like the key moments such as like the, the suicides at the start and it sort of feathers her, you know, drive to sort of get everyone to the lie tells really. And of course, it's going to be really fun when we obviously get into, when we get into the next chapter and trying to figure out who everyone is because we go into that wonderful synchronized suicide
1: moment. Oh God, yeah, um, yes. There's, look, I mean, and and the other thing that Yuki does is um, she reminds us that um, oh, who was it? It's I want to say it's Yuko. I believe it's... uh... Yeah, it's Yuko. Um, Yeah, it's Yuko,
0: because again, she's another weird-looking one, isn't she? So
1: So Yuko, Yuko, we we saw very briefly when when Shuya was tumbling down the hill and somehow managed to accidentally ram a a hatchet through his uh, assailant's head. And she thinks that Shuya has did it on purpose. So at this point, Yuki, Yuki does say, oh, so it's clear that she she know yuko has spoken to her and that she's there and that the reason they're tiny got to keep him all um, locked away is because yuki thinks that he's a murderer so we've got a, a mix of one of these characters thinks he's the best thing since sliced bread and this is the time to uh fulfill their de- destiny as a couple and another one there that thinks he's a murderer and doesn't trust him as far well as they could throw him
0: it makes more sense when you com- when you compare what she sees in the in the novel because she sees him like yanking the hatchet out of uh mm. head and um in the film it's obviously Kawada who's there is sort of like oh i'm gonna need this <laughs> um, yeah. so he- she probably would have had had different thoughts that she had she seen that but obviously in the film he's sort of- she was seen as more panicky um and the fact that he still sits up and he's sort of like, he's snapped out of his uh, psychotic rage by the fact he's got a hatchet suddenly wedged in his head. Yeah, so it was, it was a really... very weird sort of scene to sort of like, for someone who's supposedly seen this, this scene and how close those, those moments go together. It's very sort of weird the fact that that would be like the thing that wants to suddenly hatch a revenge on people. So,
1: Well, I think she's just scared of him. I think, I think she thinks he's possibly, someone who's so, playing yeah. the game, so obviously yeah, she, 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 they, they hooked up. A bit. I mean, I don't, I don't, know what their eventual plan is. They, they must have been there for a couple of days now, and they're going to talk about it. But the, the deadline doesn't, doesn't stop getting any closer. And at any point, I suppose that, that could be a sex sector that, that, that's locked off the, um, the safe list. So uh, very A lot of, talking, so, a lot, of a lot of homemaking going on. But not a lot of planning.
0: <laughs> it is. It's um it, it's a very sort of clubhouse atmosphere that you've got happening at the at the lighthouse. And I mean it's unsurprising the fact that when they release the manga, obviously Angel's Border, um, to sort of address it because I think it's one of those unique groups who are in the film that you kind of wanted to know a bit more about. Everyone else's sort of groups you, you either find out a lot about or they just so sort of, they don't seem as significant. But this particular group um, it's kind of good that they they actually developed what was uh, what was happening there, and especially the bonzer, because even though we only get seen briefly in the film, there's obviously a lot of uh, there's, there's a lot more uh, deeper connections in there. So, but we were obviously getting into that on our next episode. Indeed. Um, anything else that you want to talk about this group? I mean, it's a very minimalist uh, episode to say the least. Well,
1: but... I mean. Yeah, and it's just a different riff on the, this is who's died, um, because someone else actually tells us, and we see some flashbacks to, I guess we've seen that before, haven't we, with the suicides and things like that, so it's it's just another, the numbers are counting down, and I was surprised this was a chapter. Um, I thought the chapter would include what happens next. <laughs> That's
0: what you would think, that it would just in, encapsulate the whole of the, mm. the lighthouse sequence, but unfortunately doesn't. Um, and when I obviously look at the field of who's obviously left, I mean, obviously, uh, Noriko's off with Kawada, so she's safe. Uh, Kiriyama's doing his own thing. Um, we've obviously got the... the, the the Fed Man's group, uh, which is Shinji, uh, Kita, and Yuka. Uh, they're all sort of like gathering things and hacking, so they're all, all fine. Uh is obviously doing her thing, and then we got uh, Kyoto, uh, Keiko, and um, Hiroko mm. as well. So those are the ones. It's a very small field that is left. We've only I
1: We're, think I think we've got fifteen left at this at this point, um, and it's going to go down by another f- number very soon, so we really are getting we're, to the...
0: we're, we're really going to see a real drop on the by the on the next episode, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's only, if you think about it, it's only Hiroke and uh, Keoko, who are out in the field, mm. and those two are the ones, well, <laughs> one of them is trying to find the other, and I'm not sure she knows it, she doesn't uh, exactly know what his intentions are, so...
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's the sort of the one storyline that we we haven't really touched in on properly yet.
0: No, because yeah. um, we sort of we obviously saw him have his his farewell moment with Chigasol, and that was like several chapters ago now, mm. which feels like an absolute lifetime. Um, and he obviously rescues uh, Chia, mm. and I think it's, this is really the start of Chia's hero's journey really from this this moment i mean he's now gone from being the the scared kid um to now just being like this broken man um as you said having his misery moment in the lighthouse and it's really <laughs> really from here that he really sort of, we get to see him this team really sort of come into his own as just his devotion to get back to um noriko so
1: yeah, I mean, I guess it started last chapter, didn't it, when he sort of sacrificed himself.
0: Oh um, yeah, I suppose so. A, yeah,
1: from Kiriyama. But a, a, absolutely, this this up to that point, he'd been really annoying and a really a, a sort of a main protagonist that I could care less about. Yeah. And this, this this is this is the point where actually he starts doing stuff that he starts becoming a a, a force on the island. Um, <laughs> not a particularly great force. No, it he's, to not. Be said, he's, but no he's no. This <laughs> a more
0: determined force.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying he's one of the great action heroes of uh, Japanese cinema, but he is actually <laughs> doing something, and he's and also releasing him from the rico for a little while. I think that's his character, yeah. the world of good. Um, she, she's a drag on him, man. I don't really like Noriko I think she's pathetic. Don't you? I don't mind Noriko I think she's um, I think she's she's, she's a dragon sure yeah. Um and I don't I think
0: that that how um Katano's obsession with her is a little creepy, but Oh
1: that's gonna get yeah, we've got we've got a whole show on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have an art corner, which yeah. was set to Tony Hart's theme. <laughs>
1: dun, 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 dun. So Yeah, it's um Yeah, it's a it's it's a fairly inconsequential chapter. Although what I will say is that there's two moments in it. I'd love to have seen those two sets of death. I'd like to see a bit more of that, but you can't see
0: some guy get clubbed with a baseball I'd like
1: like to see what would drive two best friends to kill each other in a mutually assured destruction scenario, and I'd like to see um, Misuka kill a couple more fellas. That um, would t- add, like, on at least another 30 minutes onto this film. You do realise yeah, that. Yeah, I, 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 I do. But, you know, they had the opportunity to do a director's cut, but instead they added more basketball. Oh, well. I sort of have to, like,
0: <laughs> wonder, I mean, if we have the scene where she's captured by, by these two guys, and do you think that that takes away from her? Because, I mean, throughout the, this cut of the film, um, she's just shown as, you know, this... Unstoppable ninja-like force. She's uh, sneaking around. She's sniping off classmates. She's crossing grudges off her list. And then we have these two bozos who managed to capture her. And she, yes, I mean, she manipulates them into this situation where she can take the advantage again. But by having her be captured, would that sort of like take some of her edge off her? Because
1: I don't think so. Because we've seen this before. When the the the, the other girl that um knew it was her because of her tampon. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she, she basically captured her and had her very much on the defensive. I guess that's the problem, is that we've already seen a scenario where Mitsuko is, is caught on the defensive and turns that to her advantage and, and kills yet another person. So, would it be more of the same? And I, I, I guess that's... I guess that's why you probably choose not, not to do it. But, um... know anyway, and this... It's just kind of interesting. We're about an hour and quarter into the movie now. And we're down to the last 15 or so. An hour and 20. We're down to the last 10. Um, out of, what, 40 to start with? Yes. Yes, 40. Yeah. Um, with and, and there's teachers and people that, that disappear, that's disappeared from the life spectrum as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's really it's still, still pretty much an hour of the film to go. And we're down to the... The last quarter of the characters, so I guess, yeah, this is this just it's a cleaning house. This 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 these these two chapters, this and the next chapter, just it's just, just... giving the last of the, uh, the yeah. The... The, the last of the people who don't have really have a storyline, I guess.
0: Or if, is it, We say that, or like the ones who are just really not going to be a threat to anyone.
1: No, like I say, I have no idea what their plan was. You know, and this time tomorrow, that the their heads are all going to blow off. And I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see a lot going on. Nor did, yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that more next episode.
0: <laughs> Definitely so. Um, anything else you want to talk on this one? Or we... No, I don't yeah. think
1: so. It's one of those, okay. just one of those little, little, little ones with quite a bit in it, but fairly inconsequential at the same time.
0: Okay. Um, so that brings us to the end of tonight's episode. Thank you as always for listening. If you haven't done already, please do hit the like and subscribe button where you happen to be listening to us. And uh, also check out our main show, The Agent Cinema Film Club, where each episode, myself and Steven take turns to pick a film to discuss. We cover a wide range of films, from anime to kung fu to art arthouse to real surreal thrillers um, it's just a wide gambit of films that we uh, cover through there and if you haven't already you can also follow us on Facebook under Asian Civil Film Club we're also on um, Instagram as well so come and say hi and uh, you know leave us a review as it all helps raise the profile of the show you know spread the word uh, but uh, make sure you join us next time as we continue our breakdown of Battle Royale with The Poison till then good night.